Today's episode is going to be a little bit different, but this is going to be the most valuable episode of the Creative Biz Launch podcast so far. This is a conversation I had with Anthony Ewing, the co-founder and CEO of Thoughtium. Thoughtium is a consulting firm here in Chicago. Anthony's show is called Navigating Now, where he interviews business leaders in his community. On this episode, we really dive into my story of how I founded Pieta Productions, and more recently, how I've been able to make the shift from mainly working inside my production company to teaching other creatives how to start and scale their businesses with Creative Biz Launch. I'm excited for you guys to listen to this one. There's so much value inside here. Welcome to the Creative Biz Launch Podcast, where we talk about how to grow your creative business and scale to six figures. Whether you're a photographer, filmmaker, or designer, you'll find something of value here. Today, episode 135 is all about how to build and scale a client services business. Thoughtium being a client services business in service of uh, other B2B businesses, uh, we are in this game every day. And we are so passionate about the work that we do with our clients, but we're also very passionate about building and creating our own story as a client services business. And today we have Chris Pieta, founder and creative director at Pieta Productions, who has built and scaled his own client services business that has evolved multiple times over the course of the last now four years. And we've brought him back to the table to uh, give us some insights and some updates as to the evolution of his business. And these are gonna be great insights for anybody who is thinking about starting a business of your own, particularly a client services business where you are the service or you are the product. Um, today is going to be all about the the dirt, right? We have a little bit of the clouds and the dirt. Today is going to all be is going to be all about the dirt, the 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 day to day execution that's required and the day to day mentality that's required to start your own business. That's what this uh, roundtable is all about. And Chris, we want to welcome you back to the table. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be back for round three now. Yeah, absolutely. And thankfully, we get to do a couple of these in person. Mm-hmm. It's always nice. Um, Chris actually joined us for uh, a big networking event that we just came out of uh, here at WeWork in Chicago. And we were sitting around a table of other small business owners. Um, really, just for the first time in a couple of years, we got together as a WeWork community and we started talking about you know those um, issues and opportunities that we're all here to solve. And I would say, you know, 80% of the conversation today with a group of 20 other business owners was around how we tell our story in service of our business and also in service of our brand. Mm -hmm. Um, People are still really trying to figure out how to develop and grow brand uh, that is supportive of, you know, building successful and sustainable businesses. Um, and that's something we're very passionate about. And it's something that's been really the backbone of building Pieta Productions. So, um, Chris, tell us what you're focused on currently. Yeah. So these days I'm primarily focused on my newer company, uh, creative biz launch, which is an education company. So I've been really focused on building my photography business for the past three years. And this year I sort of pivoted towards this education company, um, as I was building that uh, photography company the past three years. I was sharing lessons online through social media, uh, through email newsletters with uh, my audience. And a lot of people resonated with a lot of those lessons. And so much so that people were able to even like quit their jobs based on like the stuff I was saying. So I, I saw how impactful this was. So I started building out an education business on top of my photography business. And I just started spending more and more time with that. I found I was impacting more and more people with that. And this year, I've kind of flipped to being 80% education company 
and 20% uh, Pieta Productions, my photography business, which has been a big shift for me. And you just launched your third, is it your third uh, cohort of Creative Biz Launch? Yeah, we're yeah. open uh, this You're week. You're enrolling uh, currently this week. And mm -hmm. how's that going? Uh, good so yeah. far. It's been a strong marketing push, a lot of um, interest in the program. Um, a lot of the enrollments come the last couple of days of the of the cohort, but I'm really excited to get new students inside the program because so far um, the results I've heard from it have been just mind-blowing. I'm shocked how, uh, yeah. how, how much the students have been um, enjoying the course and seeing results from it. Uh, so it's exciting to get more people in there and be able to help more and more students because that's really what the mission's all about, just being to help more creatives who don't know how to really monetize their passion. I can yeah. step in and be like, this is how you get clients. This is how you scale your business. This is how you build to be something bigger than just yourself. I love that. And I want to get a little bit into this transition into, you know, you becoming an education company, if you mm -hmm. will. Um, but I almost want to go back to, I think the foundation of what makes you a successful entrepreneur uh, is a strand of DNA that I know that you and I share and a lot of people on the team share. And that is that uh, you are so uh, focused on and celebrating of the process. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I know that that's a term that's thrown out there a lot. Like it's all about the process. It's, mm -hmm. it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. But more specifically, uh, when I first met you a handful of years ago, what I learned right away is that you are a systems oriented individual mm -hmm. and, um, you then leverage that, um, as almost like your superpower of building and scaling a business that really is fairly lean, right? For the mm -hmm. first few years, it was just you. And then mm -hmm. you started kind of building a team. But the only way that that I saw you successfully build and scale Pieta Productions was the fact that you had incredible systems in place. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about that mentality. Um, tell me at times, maybe there was, um, there were, there were times when maybe you questioned that mentality and tell me what are the one or two or three systems that you've put in place uh, from day one mm -hmm. that have really served you well. Yeah, that's, um, that's spot on. Like I'm very like process over outcome driven, which I think is, um, kind of required as like an entrepreneur because the work you do today, you might not see results for a week. You might not see results for six months down the road. So it's important to be able to focus on the process rather than the outcome, which is super cliche, but that's always worked for me. I have like evidence that, that works for me. So I continue doing that. And uh, mentally, that's easier for yourself because if your goal is to do these 10 actions today, you just have to do those 10 actions. You're not worried about whether you're going to sign a client deal today or um, get a course enrollment or whatever. You're just worried about the work that you can do. So um, building systems that enable yourself to perform the things that you need to do every single day, I think that's important. Um, when we talk in terms of systems, there's it's kind of like a somewhat vague term that a lot of people do throw around and it's some people might not know what like a system is for me it's just like a it could be as simple as like a checklist that i want to go through before i sent an uh an email out to my students so to make sure to change the subject line proofread it uh, make sure all the links work so a simple system like that but it can get really complex with um with my photography company i was doing a lot of client outreach uh cold emailing so i built a really incredible system around that all the way from finding the right people to reach out to with the right companies and within those companies, finding the marketing directors, uh, systemizing that approach through various softwares and then automating parts of it using other softwares and bring it all together so that um, you're, you're only required to do certain amounts of the puzzle and softwares do other pieces of the puzzle and you just kind of hop in at the end 
to um, book those sales calls with those leads. That's part of the stuff that I teach to like my students yeah. um, because I think systemizing a process makes it a lot less intimidating because reaching out to a hundred companies sounds very intimidating, but you have a system in place that allows you to do that consistently. It becomes more about like playing this game rather than um, trying to cold pitch all these companies yeah. every single time. So it's, I think systems are really key to building a successful business, especially as a solopreneur. It's so um, underrated the the value of putting good systems in place. And again, this is not just theory. This is practical application. I mean, I, I saw you in four years build a very successful business from, uh, from like your apartment here in the West Loop. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, you and I very early on talked about like how fortunate we are as, as business owners, as small business owners, that we have the tools uh, that we do today to be able to put these systems in place without huge capital investment. Mm -hmm. um, your email outreach system is on the back of consumer grade tools that everybody mm -hmm. has access to. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it requires uh, the, 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 the kind of mentality of, of being able to design effective communications. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like scaling that and, and, and building a, a user database and building an outreach database, like the tools are there and they're mm -hmm. free. And so, you know, that was part of the discussion that we had with this group of small business owners today is that just acknowledging that there's never been a better time to start a small business. Now, that means that you are one of a lot more mm -hmm. uh, product photographers, uh, educators in the space that are out there trying to do the same thing. So tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, how maybe you've differentiated yourself in the client services space over the course of the last four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good question because a lot of, in my um, industry, like product photography, photography in general, you hear um, people say it's a saturated industry. That term's thrown out, thrown a lot, thrown around a lot because there's a lot of photographers out there and a lot of photographers that are struggling to get clients. So a lot of the time, um, they think that it's saturated. But in my head, there a lot of time there's a disconnect between the art side of it and then like the business side of it. So a lot of photographers are trying to sell their art rather than um, provide like sell the value they provide to companies. So like product mm -hmm. photographers, um, at the end of the day, they help companies sell more products. And if you can be clear in your communication with companies that that's what you offer, it's a lot easier to differentiate yourself in like a sea of photographers. Because when people say, oh, I take pretty pictures of your coffee versus my photos will help, uh, will increase your sales 10% mm. for your online um, coffee shop. So I think the, the way you communicate your value is really important there. Um, and also oh. we're, we're not, we're in a world here where we typically have mic stands. We like to go old school yeah. and we hold the mics and unfortunately that makes it very sensitive. So yeah, mm. a little bit closer. It's a little bit closer. Yeah. So um, communicating your value is very important. And also the way you present um, yourself to clients. So photographers usually will, at least from what I've experienced and um, my peers will try and, um, make it about themselves versus the client. So yep. if you put yourself in the client's shoes about why they're hiring you and making that um, top of mind for everything you do from website design to how you communicate via email to your portfolio, I think that's a great way to differentiate yourself. Just figure out like what your clients want and then build that on top of that versus what you think um, you want. I love that. And that mentality has, has uh, shaped uh, drastically your business over the course of the mm -hmm. last few years. So we probably could have started the episode by clarifying that, you know, Chris creative production started as a product photography business, which is client services. You were, 
you know, reaching out to, you know, companies that had products and you said you were saying, Hey, you know, I've got this incredible portfolio. Um, you know, how do you, how would you like to kind of move your business and, and how does photography play into that? And you were mm-hmm. gaining a, a clientele based on that. And the more that you did that, the more that you felt that your differentiator was education. Mm-hmm. And so this is like the result of what you were just speaking to, which is making sure that we have our eyes and ears open to like the market that is speaking back to us saying, Hey, like, yes, you're a great product photography business, but also you're, you're doing a wonderful job and adding a ton of value, educating people, more people want education. There's a real value prop here. And that allowed you to say, I should invest more in the education side. Mm -hmm. And ultimately that allowed you to, uh, essentially flip your business model to where you're predominantly now educating Mm -hmm. other, uh, photographers on how to build product photography businesses. Mm -hmm. And this all happened within four years. Yeah. So tell us about that transition. Like what were some of the leading indicators? How was the market? What were you hearing from the market saying, Hey, like you could be a successful product photographer, but you could be even more successful if you went all in on educating. Mm -hmm. What were some of the indicators there? Yeah, that was definitely a very tough choice for me to make because I had a lot of success with the product photography, but, um, I didn't know if the educational side would be successful. So about a year, year and a half into the product photography journey, I started like a YouTube channel, started posting on social media, just how to take photos, then more so how to get clients. And my audience really resonated with the business side of things. So how do I, how do I get clients? How do I um, negotiate a higher rate? Stuff like that. And I started getting more comments like this helped me land this client. I was able to quit my job because of this stuff. So. I just started hearing this really positive feedback, which I just was really fulfilling for me. So like a selfish reason, like it just felt good to share this stuff. Um, so I just enjoyed it a bit more than the the client side of things. So I tried figuring out how to build this into um, a bigger company because it's I wasn't going to survive off of YouTube money for this. So I had to mm. build a product on, on top of this education, which then became a Creative Biz Launch, which is the online course that teaches photographers and videographers, how to get clients. And from there, it was just number one was try and build like an imperfect product. So something that, um, is pretty decent, but mainly to gauge interest, whether people actually wanted this product, um, people did want it. So from there, I just built into something even bigger, um, and launched it publicly. And that's really been what I've been working on now, just making this like the best online education possible for creatives and marketing it and just, yeah, making sure everyone inside the program succeeds as well. So a lot of different, uh, yeah, it's been a busy year. So I love that. So you, you almost have like different, um, lines of business. Now you've got Pieta productions, the product photography business, you've got uh, creative biz launch, mm-hmm. which is the education side of the business. Mm-hmm. You also have Chris Pieta, the, the personal brand. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I think is so unique about the way that you have built client services, businesses, uh, now businesses, plural, is that the common thread through the evolution of these businesses and the launch of these businesses is that you've built brand outside of these particular mm-hmm. service lines. Mm-hmm. So like from day one, you were building Chris Pieta, the brand, which was you on YouTube, providing value, uh, demonstrating your practitionership. And we joke because, you know, you've done YouTube videos, you've done Instagram content on a myriad of different topics, mm-hmm. not just product photography, 
but how to build a, a small business. You've even mm-hmm. done tech reviews, mm-hmm. um, which I know was was very um, specific and targeted. There was a, there was a very calculated reason for doing that, drawing more eyes, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, pouring into your, your your target market. But like this through line of like, no matter where my business goes, I'm going to continue to tell the brand story of Chris Pieta mm-hmm. is what I believe has set you up for success. Maybe that's ingredient number two, a systems thinker and doer. And secondly, building brand outside of your actual business, a brand that is universal, that any business can plug into, any of your business units can plug into. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about you know that mentality, because I think that also helps maybe folks that are thinking about um, building small business or they're just getting into, you know, they've just gone out as a solo practitioner or a solo consultant, or they've just started a business and they're in this paralyzed state of like, I don't want to create content. I don't want to tell the story because I don't know what my business is yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to say that it's the exact opposite. You don't even need a business before you can start building brand, telling the story, becoming a media company. And that's like a mentality that I know you, you and I are very passionate about. So tell us a little bit about how that's worked out for you. Yeah, I think brand is really, really important in terms of building any business. And it's like you mentioned, it's best to start before you have a business, honestly, because yeah. people, um, they connect more with you as a as the person, as the entrepreneur behind the business rather than the business itself. So for me, like I started like posting photos on Instagram like years before I actually had a f- product photography business just for fun. And through that, I've just progressed to building these businesses through um, on top of that. And the entire time I was kind of like documenting it through my social media channels, just building the brand. And I think brand is it's something that's built over years and years and years. You can't really rush this, but it's really important to start as soon as possible before you even have an idea of what your brand's going to mm-hmm. be. Just posting what you're passionate about and, sharing that with the world because people will resonate with that. And then from there, you can start posting about your business once you figure out what that's going to be. And a portion of your audience will really resonate with that. So, and like for me, like I've switched what my business is and parts of my audience that were watching me just build my profit photography company that weren't really interested in that. Now, maybe they're interested in my education business because they want to build an education business like that for Mm. themselves. So you never know like who's watching and it's, great to like start building as early as possible and not really seeking perfection, just like posting content out there. Oh, I love that. You know, it's, it's like you get this kind of spectrum or two different schools of thought. One is, is, you know, I've never met a successful business owner that said that they went away for two years and locked themselves in a, in a conference room and like figured out the perfect business. And when they were ready to launch, they launched it and it was so successful. I've never met a successful business owner that didn't build a business by being in the work. Mm-hmm. And as well, I think we also have some entrepreneurs out there and it's easy for me even sometimes to get caught in the mentality of like, well, I'll just see where the market takes me. And once we get to a viable business model, that's when we will start building brand and putting messaging and education out there. Mm-hmm. Those are two extreme ends of the spectrum that I feel like are traps for us entrepreneurs. We need to be in the middle, which is like, we need to be in the work Um, we need to be in our business. And at the same time, we need to be building brand that is universal, that sits outside of our business. Mm -hmm. You know, thought team here, we're a, a a experience led management consulting firm. Uh, we joke that if in five years we're a t-shirt company, we have a strong brand behind thought team and some pretty incredible faces behind it that are actively telling the story in the marketplace. And that story is not just about our consulting services. 
that story is about creating the space and creating the space is the brand and that brand is universal and that brand has ethos. It has emotion. It has our people behind it. It has the way we develop community. There is a, a myriad of different businesses and business models that can plug into that brand. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what you're building in Chris Pieta, the brand, mm -hmm. which I think is uh, really unique and a big, big differentiator. Yeah, I think that's, that's key. Everything you said there is spot on, yeah. especially the um, trying not to like lock yourself in a room and create the perfect idea before <laughs> you actually launch it. That's been like, just starting has been such a core like pillar of like anything I've done from like starting a YouTube channel. Like I didn't know where it was going to go. I thought this was going to be like me teaching how to take great photos of like the Chicago skyline. And now I'm teaching photographers how to land clients and like live their dream jobs. And I had no idea it was going to be that, but I started posting videos and I posted like 30 before I posted one about business, but that one really resonated with people. And if I didn't post those 30 videos before then mm. I wouldn't have like those skills uh, the confidence on camera, those things I built up with those first 30 videos that led to me actually having, um, this education company. Yeah. I just, I started with something imperfect, showed up very consistently. And then it led to these opportunities. <laughs> I will never forget. It's kind of a funny story. I'll never forget when I, um, decided to go out on my own in 2016. And I decided that I was going to launch this business as Thoughtium, not as, you know, Anthony Ewing Consulting Services or Anthony Ewing and Associates. Mm -hmm. And I was very, very passionate uh, and intent about uh, starting to cultivate the, the Thoughtium name, the Thoughtium brand, the idea of creating the space well before I even had my first client. Mm -hmm. And um, I was spending a lot of time on this. And, um, I had just left my full-time job at a very exciting, well-established, uh, mid-size, uh, startup organization. And, um, <laughs> I was living in San Francisco at the time and I came home for a weekend to tell my parents that I was going to leave this full-time job and start my own thing. And, uh, after they, um, spent a couple minutes trying to understand how to even pronounce Thoughtium <laughs> and understand what it is, I told them about my approach and the fact that I was going to be creating these, these YouTube videos, um, that were just talking about my passions in learning and development and some of the things that I was seeing working for these large organizations. Um, and you know, my parents asked immediately the question that most parents would ask, which is, you know, how will you make money? You know, you don't have a client, how will you make money? And I said, well, I'm going to build this brand and I'm going to build something bigger than, than just Anthony Ewing, the name. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm really hoping to get a couple of great clients through that. And I'm going to start from there. But I really want to focus on this brand. My mom looked me straight in the eye over like a nice steak dinner on their back porch and said, so you're going to make YouTube videos. <laughs> and at the time, you know, five, six years ago, like that wasn't mm -hmm. the, you know, that wasn't like the norm whatsoever, especially in my generation. Um, and um, at the time, maybe th there were times when that's kind of what it felt like is like, I don't really know what I'm building. I just know that I'm starting to tell the story starting to pour into this concept of thought human create the space. Um, and I, I now look back and, and think, gosh, that was um, such a great starting point for me. And I would have even tripled down on the time that I was spending on creating content, mm -hmm. uh, becoming a media company first before anything, building brand, uh, and then allowing our services and our business to evolve based on again, kind of the ethos of that brand mm -hmm. that is universal. And, um, and that's, what's so exciting about building a business right now, but it does take a certain mentality of like kind of stepping in, 
um, when you don't have it all figured out and telling a story. And I think that's mm -hmm. what you've been doing so well. Um, we have a couple minutes left. I do want to focus a little bit more tactically on like, you've launched this course, mm -hmm. Creative Biz Launch. And, um, you know, you have kind of shaped this over the course of the last year or so. And you're pouring a lot of time into it. We also know that there's a lot of courses out there. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about Creative Biz Launch and tell us some of the ways that you are crafting this and building this that allows it to be differentiated. Because I've seen the testimonials mm -hmm. and they're extremely strong. What, what makes a good educational course today? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think... One, I think there's a, a lot of lack of educational content around like the creative space, the business space. So I think the course fills a really great gap because there's a lot of courses on how to take great photos or take videos, but none about really how to get clients consistently, which I figured out how to do. Mm. And it seemed like I was doing something that other people weren't doing. And yes, I was working hard at it, but it seemed like it came easier to me than other people. So I asked myself, why is that? And the core of it is like the systems that I built out. Yes. So I just teach pretty much what's led me to success um, in a way that the actual teaching part was hard for me to like structure this course because there's so much information. Um, yeah. Like the course is like 80 videos ranging from five minutes to 30 minutes. Um, so it's a lot of info. And it's really dense and a lot of it's really actionable. So it takes <laughs> a while to get through it. So structuring that was really difficult for me. Um, but seeking feedback continuously from my students, how I can improve it, um, how I can provide the best resources possible to them to lead them to success. Um, that's really helped me seeking feedback act actively from the people inside the course and then building on top of that um, as I get that feedback. Um, but the one big thing I'm struggling with and which is true for like most online courses is there's just a lack of trust in like the online education space right now because mm -hmm. there's so many courses coming out and some might be a scam, some might be legit and it's hard to know what's what. So overcoming that hurdle for me and like creative biz launch is difficult because I'm trying to, like I know it's good, my students know it's good. Um, so I'm trying to um, provide evidence to the world that it's the real deal. And we do that just through testimonials, a money yeah. back guarantee. So um, yeah, I think it's like the best training out there my job is to communicate that to the world and prove to them that it is, which is still something I'm struggling with and still learning how to best do that. Yeah. Honestly, you know, we, um, when we design, uh, educational leadership development courses, we typically structure, structure them in, in three different buckets. There's, uh, the mindset, the skill set, and the tool set. And I think one of the, one of the things that you find in the, the educational space today is a lot of the mindset. And we say that the theory, in leadership skills and capabilities is a commodity. You can find that information anywhere. Mm -hmm. And as a small business owner, as a shop of one or two or 10, uh, you know, you don't have the resources that a LinkedIn learning or uh, an HBR has to develop the theory and the content. Mm -hmm. But what we have is the practical skill sets and the tool sets that have been mm -hmm. proven for you over the course of four years. And I know that that's what creative biz launch is chock full of mm -hmm. the skill sets, the tool sets. And I kind of chuckled when you said it's very dense, it's very action oriented. I'm like, if Chris Pieta's mind is behind this, <laughs> it is dense and it is action oriented. And that's what you want, right? As a, as a small business owner, when you're investing in uh, a course on how to run your business, you don't necessarily need the mindset. Like you can YouTube mm -hmm. that it's all over HBR, but the skill sets and the tool sets are the differentiator. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's, what's so exciting about uh, creative biz launch. So, um, 
congratulations on the on the launch and and good luck i know that this has been an iterative process for Mm you um are you ready for a quick lightning round yeah i had just one idea that popped in my head um we were talking about brand earlier and i think a big differentiator between my course and others is I built this brand up over the past few years. So when I first had like a small soft launch, people were immediately interested in it because they've been watching my content for years before I even had a course. So me putting in the time to build that brand uh, the years prior before this business started Mm. was huge for me and the launch of it too. I think that's a really good point. I think what I'm hearing you say, and correct me if I'm wrong, is four years ago, you couldn't have started with Creative Biz Launch. Yeah, exactly. Cause you hadn't gone through it yourself, but as well, yeah. like you needed to build brand behind yourself and your services mm-hmm. before you could launch a, an educational product like mm-hmm. this. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that are saying, how do I start a business? How do I go it on my own? I'll launch a course. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be, uh, the wrong way yeah. <laughs> in a world mm-hmm. where there's a lot of courses out there. You right. want to, you know, you want to put something out there that's backed by your own mm-hmm. experience and the brand that you've built. So I appreciate mm-hmm. you sharing that insight. Okay, lightning round. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. I'm literally going to make these up off the cuff, that which has been super fun for me recently. Um, but Chris, one of the things that I uh, learned most from you is you're so good at like providing nuggets of like resources and tools that you're using. So mm-hmm. I'll ask you, uh, you have a lot of tools that you use throughout the day to run and optimize your business and even to run and optimize yourself. Mm-hmm. What are the two that you wouldn't give up um, right now, chat GPT is such a big <laughs> thing in my business. Like, yep. It's just been a game changer. It's like having one or two extra employees. It's just that impactful for me in terms Ooh. of like repurposing content, um, creating marketing emails, things like that. It's just been a game changer. Uh, the second one's hard. Um, I've started using Asana recently for just project management. I've switched from like notion and it's been a big game changer in terms of like working with a team. Asana has been huge mm. for me recently. So I guess that'd be number two, but there's number two has like 20 there yeah. fighting for that spot. That surprises <laughs> me. You were such a big notion guy. Yeah. I still use it for certain things. Um, honestly, it's just a little slow with how it loads for things. Okay. Um, but I, I still think notions great for your own like personal project management and I, um, like client work. It's yeah. great for that. It's just running a team. Um, I think Asana is better for that. Maybe I'm just saying it as number two because it's new for me. And I'm yeah, still yeah, learning yeah. it, so having a good time yeah. with it. I'm sure I'll find things I hate about it eventually. But yeah, we'll go with ChatGPT and Asana. Uh, number one use case for ChatGPT in, in your business? Right now, it's repurposing my longer form content. So um, I'll create like a 15-minute YouTube video, and I can use ChatGPT to kind of help me repurpose it so I can feed it like a script and be like, hey, can you create this into three different Instagram reels and it'll spit out like a 60 second script for me from that um, video and be like, this is, these are the three subject points Mm. that you should talk about. So um, taking that, what it tells me and then like rewriting it in my own words has been just a game changer. Okay. It's just insane if you can prompt it correctly. I love that. I want to teach that back because that was very practical and I feel like this could be really useful. Uh, If you create and produce long long form video content, you take the essentially script, mm-hmm. uh, the captioning from that, that long form piece, mm-hmm. you leverage chat GPT to create the script for your 60 second mm-hmm. blurb, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of caveats in there because you could do this and you can get garbage out. Yeah. But if you prompt it correctly, if you're using like the latest version, like GPT four, um, and you prompt it with like multiple sentences of like what you want it to do, then you can really get it to 
it's like a, a professional marketing marketer on your team doing mm-hmm. stuff for you, which is crazy that we have this technology right now. It's free. Yeah. So, uh, Pieta Productions, the 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 overarching empire, your education, your product photography, your 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 personal brand, is where in ten years? No clue. <laughs> okay, love uh, that. I, I'm saying that now because in the past four years, I had no idea I would be where I am today, like educating other people on how to run this thing. So, if I had to answer right now, it would be to build Creative Biz Launch into like the best training out there for any creative profession. Um, scale the program to. I'd be like the best choice for education, even more so over like a college education for this. I think it's has that much potential. So that's what I'm currently working on. I'm just trying to make this into the best thing out there. Mm-hmm. And that's been like my day-to-day life. And that's what I'm enjoying right now. Um, if I'm doing this in 10 years, I'd still be happy. But honestly, I have no idea where next 10 years yeah. go. So it's I love that. It's exciting. I love that. That's a very honest answer. And I also like really respect and appreciate that answer, especially as a, as a business owner, you're asked that question a lot Mm -hmm. and we're maybe classically trained to have like that, that vision script, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think, you know, 10 years is a long time. And I think we're fooling anybody as small business owners, especially in today's context with a, uh, a script in terms of where we want to go. So mm-hmm. I think the, the, the most important thing is that you're building a brand that is timeless, which mm-hmm. I think is super exciting. Yeah. Um, there's probably a handful of folks out there that have just started a small business or are thinking about starting their own business. And let's say, you know, every, each of those individuals has a list of like 50 things that they have to consider when um, starting a small business. Of that list of 50, what what's like the one thing that like people typically have around like that's down in like 45 50 land that you would pull up to number one or number two what's the thing that people are underestimating when it comes to starting a new business i think the power of like what you're actually offering people is under us like what you're actually selling your product has to be world class and one you need a really good product and two you have to get in front of people um from for photographers and things like that. I think a lot of photographers um, have a great product, but they just don't get it in front of enough people to make a business out of it. I think that's lacking. Mm. Um, just getting your thing out there. And most business owners, I think, drastically underestimate how many people actually have to see your thing to actually buy it. Because a lot of photographers think they'll they'll send their portfolio to 10 companies and they should get hear back from five of those when the reality is you have to send it to a hundred companies. You might hear back from five and that's still plenty to like have a fully booked like mm. quarter. Um, so I think people just drastically underestimate the number of eyeballs that have to see your thing. What's the best restaurant you've eaten at in the West loop in the last six months? Uh, Kumiko, my guy, <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> my guy, uh, you, you turned me on to Kamiko yeah. uh, maybe eight months, six, eight months ago. We, I've been there probably six times. So good. And yeah. it is not McDonald's pricing. That is for sure. Yeah, but save it for a special. It occasion. is a true <laughs> experience. And it's pretty low key. Like it's not mm-hmm. one of those like well-known West Loop restaurants. So if you're in Chicago and you love the West Loop, mm-hmm. uh, this is at Displains and Lake. It is mm-hmm. hands down one of the best dining experiences you can possibly have. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> uh, Chris, I want to thank you um, uh, for a couple of things. One, I want to thank you for stepping into this discussion, um, for sharing so much of your insight and your wisdom. But I also just want to thank you for the energy that you bring 
to this show. You know, we have yeah. such a variety of uh, folks that contribute to the Navigating Now voice. And in so many ways, um, we love uh, all of our guests because they come in and we get to kind of celebrate like the entirety of who they are, how they step into business, the life side, the business side. I love sitting down and talking with practitioners and entrepreneurs like you um, because we can get, there's no depth that I can go that's not too deep for you mm. because you are so naturally in the work and in mm -hmm. the business. And for that, I just want to thank you for bringing that energy to the table, bringing that energy to the relationship that you and I have. I know I can always count on you to reach out to you to say, hey, what do you think about this tool? How do you think this impacts your business? Mm -hmm. Thinking about taking Fatium this way. Mm -hmm. And you're just ready for that conversation. And like that is why I consider myself an entrepreneur is because I, I'm, I'm in it with you and mm -hmm. I want to have these discussions. And it just feels so good mm -hmm. to be at the table with a true practitioner. So I want to thank you for your practitionership as always. Thank you. It's been great to hop on here and talk. Every time we have these conversations, <laughs> I just leave really motivated to yeah. do more work and just, <laughs> just feel like I need to impact the world more. Yeah. These discussions. These are the episodes that like so uh, we've got Amanda sitting here and like we could literally hit off on this episode and I would hold this mic for another six hours and yeah. just, like, continue the conversation. But uh, with that, we will uh, say goodbye to uh, those folks who have joined. We want to thank everybody uh, who are watching this live or who are joining us um, on the recorded version. Uh, we go live every Thursday afternoon at 3 o'clock central. You can find this episode and all upcoming episodes at thoughtium.com forward slash live. Chris, again, thank you so much for your time. Everybody have a wonderful rest of the week and we will see you next Thursday.